shit, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 130. How you doing, folks? Are you having a good time out there? Yes, I am having a good time sitting here with our, our friend, Jason Dooms, today. Uh, he is making his return to the show. Probably the quickest turnaround in show history, actually, that yeah. we're doing this. In fact, this is such a quick show. Uh, quick show, quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. It's not. I hope it's not a quick, quick show. show. I'm done. See you guys. I'm over. Yeah, yeah. It could be, be quick. Uh, best, be quick. Best cameo ever. Mm, uh, I, I really hope it's not a quick show because you were very kind enough to come back here in such a like a in a blazing fashion within a few yeah, weeks. Yeah. So um, last time we had you on the show, this is basically part two for you listeners yeah. out there. If you haven't listened to the first part of this, uh, you definitely should check out our episode. I think it's like episode 124 five or six or four or something like that like it, it was about four or five weeks ago it so this is episode sooner. yeah it's episode 130 it's very easily uh able to be searched if you want to do so <laughs> this um, is episode 130 this is episode 130 oh it is right i have no idea you have no idea you're a huge help whatever whatever <laughs> it is it is yeah. 130 now it is yeah the episode number that it is <laughs> uh we're not even going to do ads right we're just going to jump right into it how yeah. about that we don't boom. need ads part two yeah. boom boom i mean thank you float house for having us but uh, you know We'll talk about them <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, uh, if those of you who are listening weirdly on part two and not part one, I just want to let you know right now we're sitting here across from uh, a fighter, uh, an MMA enthusiast, a, an actor, a stunt actor. Is there a, is there yeah. a, vari- a major variation? I think so. I yeah, think people should need to know. And uh, he's, a, he's a man of many slashes, a uh, friend of the show, <laughs> newest slash. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Jason Day. How you doing, sir? Is that where we wait for applause? That's like, give it up and then should I do it right here? Everybody Clap. at home okay, is good applause. This will be applause right here. Now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm good now. I'm good. I'm happy to see you back uh, so quickly. Like I was saying. Yeah. Well, um, it, with the business, you know, it's you never know, and I, I didn't have any work today, so it's been a it's been a pretty good weekend. Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, Cmart was at Jake the Snake on mm-hmm. Friday and a uh, friend of the show Steve McGowan yeah, host was hosting, <laughs> hosting it wasn't he didn't even say hi I didn't I didn't say hi that's a real campaign yeah <laughs> that's the guy that yeah we'll we'll save that for the listeners yeah, to let them know yeah. but, that's when, but they'll come back that was to my personal <laughs> fuck you yeah. they'll laugh at that yeah <clears throat> um, it's, uh, but how was Jake Snake was it was good? good it was uh, it was it was dark yeah it was yeah. Uh, you mean the lighting uh, it no, was also dark, yeah. <laughs> multi-layered darkness. Um, it was good. I didn't realize Jake's origin stories really in terms of his family and like he's very deep. He has he has a very uh, very really, intense. Yeah, it background. was like a little bit of comedy, but mostly just like insane tales. It's kind of like yeah. despair, but like yeah. uh, he he does it really well. Um, have you seen the documentary, Jason? Have you seen the documentary? No, I, I, I haven't. I uh, haven't I, I, yeah, there's this I amazing documentary on Netflix uh, all about. Uh, Jake the Snake and, and oh, really? he goes through trying out DDP yoga. DDP. Yeah, he's still yeah. on it. Yeah. He's still on it. Yeah, so yeah. Diamond Dallas Page it's, flew, it's flew him out It's moving, man. Like, it moves you. Like, yeah. You, know, you feel a certain way afterwards. Like, it, it's an effective, I don't know, it's not just a good marketing tool for DDP yoga. It's actually like, you know, the, Jake the Snake's story is so rife with like, just yeah. chaos. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a crazy feeling. I, uh, I flew around in a helicopter with that guy Saturday. And then <laughs> Post show? <laughs> Sorry, Jake the Snake. <clears throat> Jake Roberts. the Snake, man. Yeah. Um, we did a, a charity poker tournament. That's why he's actually up here, uh, was to come and do this charity poker tournament for oh, nice. a friend of mine named Andy Batty. 
who himself has a crazy, unbelievable story uh, about uh, sexual child abuse and recovery, and uh, his life is crazy. Uh, so he does this event every year, and he has events throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and so he brought Jake the Snake up. Last year he brought Jose Canseco up. And so I brought Jake the Snake and kind of to disperse the costs. He gets him to do the comedy things and right, some right, signings right. and that. But uh, So I go in and go out as a, you know, a pseudo-celebrity uh, and play <laughs> poker with everybody. And I did the auction for him. But, um, you're a get, humble guy. You're like Obviously, like you're, you're in there for a reason. It's good. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm nice to people. <laughs> um <clears throat> But yeah, so uh, he's like, "Oh, bring, I'm gonna fly Jake the Snake in on a helicopter," which is the craziest sentence to hear, right? When you're like starting, you're like, "Okay, like, yeah." And then he's like, uh, "Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Do I want to <laughs> sure. fly around?" It even sounds made up. Yeah. Like, then uh, you know, Jake the Snake on a helicopter. It sounds like a like, like a game of Mad Libs. Yeah. Oh man, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was crazy. But he's so like he's so banged up his 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 hips and everything, and he's so tall. Like he's trying he's to get gone. in the helicopter, and he's like pulling his leg up, oh, and he's like, oh. and he's literally ramming his leg through the door, trying oh, to like get pulling in his own legs into the yeah. car. Oh man! But um, he, it was so fun. It was so fun watching his reactions in the helicopter. Yeah, because we take off, and you know, it's kind of if you never like it was my first time in a helicopter. I've and never it's been cool. in a helicopter. I mean, you, it's kind of, you kind of get a little nervous at first. It's kind of sure. weird, and then all of a sudden you take off. I'm like, oh, this is awesome! And then uh, you can hear you put the headphones on. And you can hear everything that everybody's saying. And the, and the pilot's like, okay, we're in a bank, right? And he and so we're going, and he's like, whoa. This helicopter's basically sideways, and we're banking hard. Damn, like hard 45. They rotate pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> Jake's just grabbing. He's wow. like, you son of a bitch. He's oh, just he's pulling up for his dear life, right? That was, <laughs> that was the, the most entertaining part. But um, but yeah, we cool. flew around. Uh, the event was in Langley. We flew around Langley for oh, a little nice. bit. and then That's my, crazy. You, were, you had a, a helicopter experience with him. And like uh, Seymour's there watching the show. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was later. It, it crazy, man. Yeah. It's um and Jake the Snake, when I was growing up, um um my kind of nickname was Jake. Like my family all like my family, my aunts, and everybody called mm. me Jake Jaker. Because of Jay, right? Like Jay. Yeah. Jake, yeah. Uh, uh, but my family's crazy, so who knows the real reason. Uh, <laughs> my mom used to sing a song about Jake the Snake and when she used to put me to sleep when I was little when I was really young. What? Yeah. Well how do you remember how it goes? Ah, uh, she texted to me, but uh, I, I, and I was like, I don't remember that. And she's like, Yeah, I thought you because I sent her a picture. She goes, I thought that's why you sent me the picture. What? I was like, oh, I don't remember that. I was like, Jake the Snake, diddle dee, diddle dee, something like that. Like a whole like folk tune kind of thing. Yeah, I guess it was wow. how she put me to sleep. And uh, <laughs> what that's yeah, that's, that's strange. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I met my mom. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and and I, I was always Jake the Snake whenever we played wrestling yeah. when I was growing up, right? I mean, it's one of the best nicknames ever. It just it works so simply. It's one of the first wrestler names I can remember. Yeah, growing up, like when I was, I was like, mm, I like that guy. You just describe them by their yeah. You know, there was the, the Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan obviously. Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Macho, Macho Man. Man. You know, and Jake the Snake. It was like that was the core group of dudes. Yeah, and um, yeah, and and Jake just went down a dark path. And he's, he's come, he's come full circle. Like he's doing, he's doing good. Your friend that did the tournament, did the tournament turn out well? He had a good yeah, time? it turned out really well. Uh, he got, you know, he got some of the Canucks uh, uh, alumni out there. Mm-hmm. Like Dave Babbage was there, and then uh, oh, yeah. John Craighead. Nice. Um, yeah, so it was, 
it's good. Like it, it just comes out and there's some memorabilia. Like we had like a Magic Johnson signed jersey, a Joe Monta- Montana jersey. Oh, wow. Like you get some legit stuff for the auction. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and I was doing the auction and Jake the Snake was buying everything. You were doing the auction? <laughs> yeah. I got fifty dollars right here. I'm just oh, making yeah. it up, right? I just going around. I was like, "Could be probably boop it," and then, uh, but they, it's you know, it's not I'm to throw that slash to your intro, and I like, yeah, right. You know, Get me out there. there. If you guys have an auction, I have an auctioneer for you. Oh wow, you. You don't want to know my fee. I get ten percent of whatever for, I raise. For a second there, I was like, he, he's like in a guild or something, and like <laughs> yeah. he's going to recommend me. A, a, I was like, oh, it's it's you. It's yeah. me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's me. Surprise. Hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, what a, it was a crazy experience. I mean, uh, Andy was like he, he, uh, on Hastings when he was like 13 years old. Mm. Uh, and so he has a crazy story, man. Like if that, that's a guy, if you want to get on a podcast sometime and talk about. It sounds interesting. Full yeah. circle. He's, he's so interesting and he's got such a big heart now. He just, he's kind of, he, he helps people with recovery and. Um, Is that, what was the uh, charity? Um, uh, survivors helping survivors, I believe. That's what the charity sh- was at the um, yeah at the show. That was the promoted charity. You're right. So yeah, yeah, Jason was right. Yeah, so it is. It's all. I was supposed to be at the in. show actually, but I had to work. Oh, nice. So yeah, we had VIP tickets. Oh, oh see, yeah. look see at that? this special. Yeah. Actually, the <laughs> only thing more baller than that is he had them and didn't didn't use them. Yeah, that's <laughs> hyper VIP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, One thing I noticed <laughs> at the show that disturbed me was the amount of people willing to order calamari. From a comedy club. <laughs> like, there were three orders of calamari near me. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, you know you're in New It's pretty good the there. Laugh lines. It's really? pretty good there, yeah. Yeah. I just would never be... I would never order that at a comedy club. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty good there. Actually, I, I love the, the staff there. They're all yeah. good people. Yeah. yeah, I like the... I'm just saying, that's a bold move. If it was... I know what you're saying in general, though. Like, it's like ordering a steak at a strip club. That's yeah, you just don't. Yeah, we're gonna roll the dice on that. Like, <laughs> what are, like, what are the chances it's yeah, good? Don't like, use the salad well. bar at you know the titty club. <laughs> sure, That's yeah. like not a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Uh, last time we had you on the show, we ended off uh, with your UFC debut. Yeah. Uh, your victory over Alan Belcher. Yeah. Um, we were pretty. The like, belching. The bel- The is that what it? The I don't know. Event? I probably he belches people. I'm sure. Maybe Jesus. not. You don't belch him. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what road are you going down? So I don't know. Right, it's it's a weird last name. Burying the guy. That's good. Uh, the the feedback though on the show was great. I, I think, oh, good I think, to hear. I think we had a lot of great feedback on it. We also yeah. had, um, you know, similar kind of reactions to what I was telling you. Where I'm like, I'm like, I get, I get very good feeling, like a positive like goosebumps kind of feeling when I hear you talking about like you know, getting the call yeah, yeah. And like just how that feels because like it's it's this realization of the moment so yeah. just trying to set that stage right now a little bit for people so we can get back into that vibe yeah, that yeah. headspace um, after the UFC debut you had on, on such a historical card too yeah. an amazing amazing time I'm sure of it <laughs> was all. what, what we, I don't think we cover this though but like you win you go back to the curtain What's your decompress at that moment? How does what do you do? Uh, yeah. Are you still buzzing around like combat? Still high? buzzing. Yeah. I actually I went back. I went back, and uh, Jason McDonald. Yes, uh, he was going out to fight Dirksen because mm-hmm. it was their rematch. And I'm good buddies with both those guys, so uh, I've, I've known them forever. And so I went back, and he was just like he gave me the high five and a hug, and um, and then I wished him good luck, and I just kind of laid down. And I just, I was like, it was one of those moments when you, 
you just I just I just where'd you lay down like in, in like in the in the dressing room in the dressing because it was I didn't I didn't go watch Jason or and Joe fight I just I laid down and just soaked it in because it, I was like it just felt like that was one of the moments like how many moments in your life you're gonna get like that and Dave I view is a you know yeah on that stage is like a very unique thing it doesn't it doesn't happen twice yeah so, it, yeah. yeah and um so i just i just sat there and, and you know i just soaked it in. soaked it in and it's just like hearing the ah, yeah the, like, and then the, they went out and they, they they fought and then the intermission i think was right after that so then kind of i think jay came back and, and uh and then uh it kind of just everything just kind of came back into reality and mm-hmm. the, and uh, i went out my brother and my cousin um were in the fan in the in the stands and so i ran out to find them and uh they're my two best friends, so I just ran out. They were giving me hugs, and we just I just hung out with like with them for the rest of the night, and just they enjoyed the night. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. You, like got to experience it from a very unique point of view. Obviously, yeah, but yeah. Like, but also, um, also from like were you in the seats then? Like in the I, w- I was in where like because the UFC gives the fighters uh, each four tickets for their fights. Right. Okay. So I went up and uh, into the seats, and then I forget one of my buddies. <laughs> I think he was actually arguing with his girlfriend, so he I sat in his seat. He was on the phone arguing <laughs> classic, with her. Classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll Red sit flag. here. So I actually sat and watched the rest of the fights for the most part from there. Uh, and it was weird because people were walking by and like, didn't you just fight? Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, it was, I won. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, and then I just hung out and, I, you know, I was I, I, I was a fan for the rest of the night. And That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, it was awesome. I, I can see you doing that, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, is at that time, is there like post medicals and stuff though you have to do? No, I mean uh, I came out. The, the doctor comes in and checks you out in in the um, dressing room, and uh, I didn't take any damage, so I you know I was cleared right away. And, right. Uh, and then I went out, and uh, after the fight, you know, I watched GSP win, and then went back to the hotel. And then um, in that fight, uh, it kind of went viral because I used a rubber guard. Yes, uh, Eddie Bravo's rubber guard. And uh, to be honest, my, my buddy Wyatt Lewis, um, who I started trying, I think I talked about him last time yeah, on the show. Yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, I think so. I'm a, yeah, he, I think so. Yeah, he, 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 he's the guy, two weeks before my, I fought, he showed me that. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. He's like, yeah, you might want to use that. So you're just throwing this in there with like two weeks. Yeah, I'm go. just like, oh, look at this position that my buddy just taught me. I'm like, oh, look, right. I can elbow this guy in the head from here. <laughs> uh, it was nice. just random, yeah. And so I'm in the, uh, they take me back to the hotel. And this little kind of weird dude kind of runs up to me, and he's like, man, that was awesome. Rubber guard high-fives me, and I'm like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And then I start going to the elevator, and my buddy grabs me. He goes, hey, that's Eddie Bravo. That's, that's actually Eddie Bravo. And I'm like, who? Yeah. Because I don't – man, I'm not like, – No, I'm, you didn't mean it like dismissively. I though. didn't mean it dismissively. I just yeah. – I didn't know mm-hmm. – I, I was – it was kind of a different world for me. I didn't know who he was. That's a cool thing, though, that he can have that influence – to yeah. that level that like you, you were like even unaware move. Right? yeah 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 like think about <laughs> yeah. that like he re- he was an innovator in that style yeah That's and it, he's the yeah. coolest dude by the way like i went back and i was like sorry man i didn't <laughs> yeah I, I, I didn't know fuck, yeah. yeah and then he just uh, he, we talked about it and uh i went to his seminar here and he's like man i show your tape to all the students like my fighters when they come in and so this is how effective the rubber guard can be and mm-hmm. i was like Nice. Sweet, man. It's called the rubber guard? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, speaking of Eddie Bravo, uh, he had a, a bit of a run-in with uh, your next opponent, I believe, 
uh, at the time. Uh, Bisping. Um, Michael Bisping. So did you oh, see did that? He? Did you see any of this stuff? I didn't hear about this. They, they have, like, squashed it. But it was kind of weird because Bisping was uh, clearly inebriated. And, oh, and yeah. And Eddie Bravo's trying to, like, tell him something. But they're, like, escalating verbally in each other's face. And this is, like, at the, I think it's, like, at the MGM Grand or something. Oh, so really? like... Which Fucking. Bisping is this? Is this pre like getting this is like knocked out. This is like Bisping. a month, a month or two ago. Oh, oh okay, okay. Oh, yeah, so like, like, oh. yeah, like okay. I like Bisping after he got. Well, here's the thing. He's Henderson. Like, yeah, he was like uh, notably escalating the situation. Bisping was. Yeah. 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 And uh, and Eddie Bravo is, you know, chill, but also yeah. like, hey man, like don't uh, talk to me like that. Yeah. But there's so many people. You've seen the lobbies in Vegas when it's like that. It's like crazy. It's insane. So everyone's got a camera phone out. Yeah, like, yeah. They're laughing and stuff at the end of it. But that was my attempt to segue into your next. Oh, into Bisbee. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Smooth. Well, hey, that just yeah, uh, sort yeah. of presented itself. So yeah. I could do that. Um, so how did this come together? The. Uh, at the time, the Joe Bisping thing. Calls you like. Yeah. Are like, you still you, repping yourself at this point? Am I what? Are you like still uh, representing yourself? Uh, I'd ne- I would never represent myself, actually. Never? No, no. What? Lee, Lee Mian. Lee, oh, Lee, so Lee was always representing me. Lee was me. still... Um, yeah, yeah. He was, I he, think I had mistaken that in the last story, um, that there was at one point you would... Because you would Oh, because I, 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 right. I, I was just saying, like, I, I talked to the other promoters, and I'm like, hey, I can all do this, and then yeah, they'll yeah, call yeah. Lee. And Sorry, Just because there's, yeah. you know, there's a couple of promoters that you get to know, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. no, I'll, do, I'll do this. Set it up yeah, with yeah. Lee. No, I hear you. Yeah. Um, okay, so so Lee's rep- representing you. So what yeah. happened? Is, they- uh, I, you know, because right after I had, I had that, there was a flurry of interviews. Right, it was just it was crazy. Every every day I was on doing two or three interviews, and uh, I think it was on like Sportsnet or something. They were interviewing me, and they're like, "Well, like who would you like to see, who would you like to fight next?" And I yeah. just said, Man, "Michael Bisping." Yeah. You know, he's he won the Ultimate Fighter. He was dominating. Uh, you know, the tough two hundred five or just moved down to one eighty five. I'm like. I'd be a good guy to fight. Yeah. I'm never thinking I was going to get a fight out of it. but, uh, And then I, uh, like two two weeks later, maybe a week later, I can't remember, it was it was tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still kind of in celebration party mode. And I got a call while I was working framing houses again with my dad. And they're like, do you want to fight Bisping in two weeks? I think it was two or three weeks later. So I was like, I better start training. Yeah. yeah. Another, <clears throat> like, just the series of all these, like, short notice fights. Yeah, yeah. And wow. Uh, I loved it, right? And everybody's like, ah, you didn't get a full training camp. And I never really had a full training camp. It was just training. That's what yeah. we did. Like, it's so different now, man. And, you know, and I can look at kind of how the, the career path my career took. And, you know, I can see where things changed a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, you kind of get a broader sense. And, uh yeah, I said, yeah, let's do this. Like, that's pretty wicked. Let's go to London. <laughs> yeah, like Michael Bisping. And sweet. it was in the semi-main event, which was so cool, right? Like, right. So did you have a, do you remember if you could feel like there was a, because they were still trying to break the UK market at that point. Did, yeah. Did you, did you feel like that was like a weighted thing? Like that they were promoing Bisping a bit more? They're trying to like get me to, they're trying to feed me to Bisping? A little bit, something like that. Like, did you feel like that at the time? Like, uh, like no, you, where, like I guess I mean it sounds like you were you were just like so hungry for fights. That yeah, well, like, it was like Bisping was supposed to fight Lieben. Mm-hmm. Lieben got like a DUI or something, something as, like that, something yeah. that Lieben would do. So he got pulled <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, and uh, yeah, and they're like, you know, uh, Lieben might not be able to fight. Do you want to fight? And uh, I think it was just because there's hype coming off me, and they wanted to, they wanted to build the hype between the two and. 
um, I can't remember. I think I, I met Bisping like two months later at a pool party in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he's yeah, and he's like, Dana White told me he was a, he he thought that you were gonna beat me. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, interesting. So. Interesting. Yeah, because I kind of you kind of you know. You're like, ah, oh, are they trying to, you know, yeah. they're trying to build Bisping at the time. But I mean, if you, you I mean, reverse it. I mean, that's the outside perspective. But you're right. But, like, if, he, if Dana White's telling that to Michael Bisping, though. I think, he, yeah, he told him after the fight. He was right. like, ah, oh, I thought he might beat you, man. And uh, in, in, in his victory, he was still like, nah, take him down a bit, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> probably, right? Yeah. yeah it's like, <clears throat> probably negotiating the contract, <laughs> yeah, eh? that's what oh, I thought Dave was going to beat you. I'm not giving you that like, much. Yeah, you know, we got to really talk about that. We'll table that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, but, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it was short notice fight. Wicked went to London, which is a cool experience. Yeah. Um, do, do you have a, a memory in fight? Um, something maybe that surprised you about him? You know, it, nothing about him surprised me. But <clears throat> like, what was that like fighting on jet lag and stuff like that? Like, did you yeah, I, did, I never really adjusted over there. And it was the first time I've had that kind of. Uh, that much of a change mm-hmm. in time zone and i never truly adjusted like I, I was still sleeping on canadian time and yeah um it was just and, and i don't know man i just never climatized and i remember getting in the ring or in the cage i remember him grabbing me and i was like felt so weak i was just like ah he pinned me on the cage i'm like and it's, it's not, not that, right it's yeah. not that he felt so strong it was just yeah. like i'm like where's my strength like i I felt so weak, and I didn't. It was it was weird. I was in a weird headspace, uh, and then when you when you realize that, like looking back, and it's like when you can be in a cage fighting, and you realize what your how your body's feeling, mm-hmm. you're in trouble because you're not in the zone. You're you're almost too aware of what's going on. I it's almost mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, for me to even try to relate to what you're saying, like, yeah. Like yeah, I, I I'm trying to put myself. My belt, your fight. Yeah. I don't remember it. You know what I mean? Like the fights that I just went in and just. Dominate. It's just like all of a sudden something just clicks, and it's like you you just your body just goes yeah. into this is what we do. I mean, obviously <clears throat> you're not the kind of person that makes excuses, but do but do you feel like some of that jet lag probably played a factor? No, no, man. Like it's it was just <laughs> you know it's it's funny because all kinds of scenarios go through your head yeah, at points, right? That's I'm like, what I mean, yeah. I'm like, did somebody put something in my water? Yes. And at one point, I was like, <laughs> I was convinced. I'm like, ah, oh, I think. You know, maybe Bisping had some spies or some like gangsters, and they slipped in and put. Some I, you know, but that's that's so far fetched. <laughs> I don't want to start this huge rumor. Jason Day said that his water was. Did you know? Yeah, that would be yeah. the title of this episode. Yeah, right? it will be. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you kind of go th- and it's like, why was I feeling like that? And you know, I just I, I we hear about that all the time. Yeah, guys but, that just kind of like are like, mm, I just weird. I just I was just off, man. I wasn't. I wasn't my, and I just. He got me on the ground, and I remember I was in the garden. He's punched me. I'm like, God, this doesn't even hurt. I'm like, well, I should probably stop letting him punch me in the face. And so I kind of like uh, changed positions, and yeah. then, uh, but it was just when I reached into the toolbox, there were there none of the tools were there. I I can I can definitely understand that explanation. I, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was like that's just one fight. Like you know, everybody's like, ah, he could do one fight over again. Mm-hmm. It would be the Bisping fight, and not because. Uh, not well, just because the, I lost yeah, or, the, or the the what was at stake. Yeah. It was because something was off, man. It was just, I just, I didn't, there was no tools in my toolkit, like I was trying to say. And um, 
I would just want I want to I would love to test that again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would love to see you know what would have happened if you know everything was there. But that's that's I I, I always think about like pride fighters. Yeah. Like I think about guys like uh, like Akiyama. That's just like this dominant force over in Japan. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Killing in Japan. Yeah. And I remember when he was being hyped up when they brought him over, and they were saying, "Oh, this guy is going to run through middleweight. This yeah. is going to be this is he's you're going to see this guy versus the spider and like you know <laughs> yeah yeah." And he just never. I think he maybe got one win, one win. Yeah, like five. I think he had five or six appearances. That's so long ago, man. It's a long time ago, but like, I mean, they call him Sexy Yama. He was Sexy Yama. They were hoping so much he oh, would yeah. break that market for them. Yeah. And that's kind of what I mean. Is like you can tell when they're like slighting, yeah, yeah. a little bit. To yeah, yeah. Someone. Like they want well because they want to build. They want to you know they want to. Yeah, I, I get. They want to yeah. Promotion wise, I get business wise. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, but I think that's interesting that Dana, like for Bisping to admit that to to you, Bisping was pretty drunk at the time though. He's you think he was being a little a <clears throat> uh, little truthful. Beyond truth, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just say yeah. it's weird. Like it's even weird to say that I was at a pool party in Vegas. Now, yeah, like, I, yeah I was at this pool party, and the, you know, fighters are running around, and uh, it's just weird. Well, you seem to have like, I mean, of your fight history, a lot of guys from the tough enough, like sorry, not tough enough. Oh Jesus, <laughs> totally different. The ultimate fighter. I think because I think it's the acronym tough, and that, yeah, 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 yeah. My apologies, ladies. Yeah. Uh, I'm barely forgiven. You do have uh, a couple fights, like like Kendall Grove. Kendall Grove. Kendall Grove is your next fight. Yeah, Cote was on tough. The remember you did like the comeback. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and so yeah I that, three that guys. one. Uh, oh, JT Money. I fought him afterwards after the UFC. Oh yeah. Yeah. You browse your sure dog again. Son. Man, you gotta do your research, dude. Uh, yeah, I show up day of. Well, what did you do this day? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Grove was my next fight. I mean, mm-hmm. after uh, I think you ever, I, you know, I lost that fight in London. I didn't, uh, and then uh, I was supposed to fight Jason Lambert. I came back and I started training, and then I was supposed to fight Jason Lambert. And there was, I had uh, bone chips in my elbow, and I couldn't, I couldn't like lift like bursitis. Uh, I, well, I don't know what bursitis. That's is. like uh, <laughs> I'm like I don't know. Fair enough. Well, um, I don't know either. I don't, but there, I'm not I doctor, was actual but, chips, yeah. like in but bone in, chips in, you in the feel. joint. Yeah, and it's inflamed, right? It's so inflamed, and yeah. like I couldn't drink. I couldn't drink. Couldn't bend your elbow. Couldn't yeah, bend my elbow. That's, that's like bursitis. Yeah. yeah, and I was still training, and I was like, ah, I can do this. And uh, well, you know, I got up to for breakfast one day, and it was like I couldn't even bend my arm, and I just I called my manager, and I was like, I. I can't go up against Lambert, man. I got to go in for surgery, and so I went for surgery. Damn, yeah. Not saying a lot because, to date, in two episodes now, you've been taking fights on crazy short notice, you know, and and, and knowing it, like, it doesn't seem crazy to me, man. That was just the way it was. You here's know, the thing though is like if if um, we were booking in 2017, mm-hmm. just to reference the last fight we were just talking about, if if Bisping was supposed to fight Chris Levin, yeah. Um, and there was any kind of implications, like in what he's doing right now, like any kind of contendership or something yeah. like that. And he was, you know, had any sniff of that. There's no way he would take that fight. And I don't think the fans would expect him to take that fight nowadays. But yeah. I think back in like 2009. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah I'd be like, he's I, can't, you, I can't, can't believe he pulled those. Like as a fan, you just, it's weird. But like yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've changed my tune in the past like eight, yeah. eight seven years. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like weird about that, but like, yeah, I used to be really upset when, when fans, fighters pulled. Yeah. I man, you know what? But the, the you, you think just, you're you think you're you think you're upset? Like you think the fans upset for a fighter to have to pull out of a fight is heartbreaking, man. right? It's what you do, and it's like ah, I can't go to work. I can't. It, it's because that's what you are. You are a fighter. Yeah. That's like that's your identity, and it's like if you can't do that for some reason, you have to pull out. You you feel that you feel that you're disappointing the fans. You feel like you're disappointing the other other guy, um, your managers, your trade, your training partners. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, man. I I, I know exactly. I, I know what you're saying because like that that disappointment is like, I mean, just the economic impact too at the time, right? Because you know, did you have no man? Did you have medical coverage at the time? <laughs> no, like with this, but the impact. The, the, back then, man, I was I was making. I think UFC was paying me. I think I was at three and three or something for that now. Three and three. Three and three. My first fight Damn. was uh, twenty-five and twenty-five. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about that, but I'm pretty sure. Allegedly, 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 it was twenty-five and twenty-five. Yeah, right. And then uh, you know, for my fight against Bisping in the semi-main event in London, I think they paid me three thousand. Did you have sponsors at the time? I had sponsors. Yeah, yeah. I, I signed with Dean Albrecht after my. Uh, UFC fight, mm-hmm. uh, and he was uh, kind of a big. He he was the biggest kind of manager at the time. He uh, and so I signed with him, and he got me some sponsorship, and that started to pay for stuff, yeah, uh, which was good. Um, Way more than three and three. Yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, you know, it's but it's still, you know, nowadays I mean, fighters are starting to get treated pretty good, like. You're, you're you're still not you're not making millions on your first few fights, but I mean, McGregor's paved the way for a few guys to start making money, and yeah. uh, guys are starting to realize they can stand up for themselves. You know, you guys are going to Bellator now, man. Like, seeing, oh, these guys are going to pay me. Seeing a pretty strong migration in Bellator, I saw yeah. Phil Davis and the Ryan Bader announced they've been like, or like just they've been putting together good fights. Yeah, that's what it counts. It's that's what counts, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That next card is going to be uh, Fedor and I can't uh, even believe Mitrione. That. I'm nervous. <laughs> that's, that's, I can't. Even, that sounds that, like. A, do you can you imagine like five years ago if you were like no. Fedor is going to fight Matt Mitrione on Bellator? Two years ago, if you would have said that. Two to years me, ago, I'd be like that doesn't sound like a plausible. <laughs> yeah, thing. like Matt Matt Mitrione. You're like, yeah, like like Meathead. No, there's no. <laughs> like, you know. yeah. uh, what do you think is going to happen? Seems like that one. Uh, I think. Okay, I have to be careful about this because I'm a diehard Fedor fan. Like, diehard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched him lose for the first time in yes. your basement on questionable, questionable. connections. Yeah, it was, it was shaky. So, here's, here's what I feel about that. I fucking love Fedor. Yeah. But his last fight, I mean, he was getting mollywopped. Like, there was, a, there was a good portion of that fight where I was like, I think they should probably call it. Like, it was that one that went to decision. He won decision. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I have names in my head right now because I'm yeah. prep for you, but I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I of, did, uh, I, you know what? I you want to look that up for I'll me, there, killer. I appreciate that. But like that guy, that last guy, Fedor fought. Holy fuck! Like he was getting beat up. They actually appealed that. Yeah, uh, yeah. In Russia, that's really oh, yeah. that's really dangerous. In Ryzen, or was it Russia? I don't know wherever the where the Ryzen card was. They they appealed it afterwards, and I guess the this is really crazy. The guy on the board is like best friends with Fedor, and just said no. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. allegedly, no appeal for you. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he hit him with those nettles. 
from the Russian shop, the, the bathhouses or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I think this is yeah. normal branches. Yeah, branches, yeah. You know um, what's funny, man? What's wow. up? I, I never saw that before, and I was in Chicago training with uh, Miguel, mm. and I was like, ah, I really need to go to, to a uh, bathhouse or a hot and cold. Miguel Torres, I should say, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, just for their listeners. What did I say? You said Miguel, but I was very oh, yeah, yeah. casual. My, my sorry. That's kind of my bad. listeners know. Yeah, yeah Miguel sorry. Torres. Because yeah. uh, uh, we were like, he was my, like, we're still buds. I miss Very that close, guy. yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just retired this week, eh? This week? Uh, last week he retired. Oh, and I totally wrote a, wrote that. a heartbreaking post on oh my God. Facebook. And I was just, it's weird, man, because uh, talk about a guy who was just, had the world at his fingertips. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he just, I don't know, man. He just, he went, anyways, I'm getting all teary. No, no, no. Uh, but he, you I don't hear this. He, he just, he, I was out there, and he, you know, he had all these plans. He's like, he was on top of the world. And he had so much confidence, and uh, what made him great? Like when I went out there, like he, he it's East Chicago. It's mm-hmm. not nice. Like it's not like fancy neighborhoods. It's like pretty much like the ghetto in area, right. areas, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like his whole life, he he was fight like fighting, and and he had to work hard for everything. And uh, you go to his gym, and it was just a family. You know what I mean? And that's what I had in Lethbridge, like a family of fighters. But mm-hmm. there, everybody loved him. Like his students loved him and respected him and uh, just for the work he put in. And right. then yeah. he started, you know, the, the WWEC at the time, wasn't he wasn't in the UFC. He was a WEC. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were really, you know, they're making a little bit of money, but not. He was a champ, you know. Still, yeah. And yeah. he was destroying guys. And then he started training. He went to TriStar and started training and it just wasn't the same. Like, you know, it's, I, if he, I think if he would have stayed in Chicago and just done the dirty training he was doing, you know, just. Do you think it was that? <laughs> Do you think it was the, the coaching dynamic change? It, you know, a little bit. Uh, he was his own coach, really. But, I mean, he he's a black belt under uh, 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 Gracie, I think, Hickson. Oh, no, 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 no. No, not, not Hickson. Gracie. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't know that. Maybe Carlson. somewhere I could look that up. I don't know, man. I'm gonna get in trouble. Which now. Gracie gave Miguel Torres, Torres his black belt. Um, but yeah, he went up to and started training at TriStar, and it was it's a totally different way of training, you know. And uh, he just he was never the same fighter after that. I remember he fought. It was like Brian. Uh, I can't even remember the guy's name. He doesn't fight anymore. But he caught Miguel, knocked him out, and then he was just. He said, yeah. After that, he thought he had to change up his training, and you know, I think he went to Montreal and he's training there, and he's kind of boxing you like your confidence, right? And yeah, and, and it makes you think he kind of has to go. It, and you know, yeah. kind of with me too. Kind of when Bisping beat me, I was like, ah, I, I gotta, I gotta start training with the the big camps. You, you know to, what I mean? Yeah, I, I need to step it up, and you know, you know. Maybe I just needed to stay home and train with, like my the guys that were my family and that. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it's all hindsight, and you know, it, but looking back, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what direction. But I'm not saying because I'm happy where I'm at now. No, but like Carlson Gracie, Carlson Carl Gracie. Jr. There you go. Yeah, see, I told you guys. That. Yeah, <laughs> you did actually. Yeah, yeah. but I, I can see and I can hear in your your tone that yeah. like you know you obviously care about Miguel's Torres is like. Not just um, not just as a fighter, but as a friend. Yeah. When you, when you see someone retire, is it because it's not really? I mean, not ideally on his own terms. Is that like how that? Yeah, you that, know, is that how that plays out. I guess man, his post was just you know he he used to do it because he loved it, mm-hmm. and 
you know, come to the gym and train every day. He loved it. And he'd go out and he could put food on his family's table. And, you know, I just, I think it got to a point, it just, it got too big and he got, because he was like, ah, you know, he had, I can't describe it, but yeah, him retiring, it's just, yeah, because he's, he's my, he's my buddy. He's like, yeah. it's like the end of an era to me. Right. And like he had such In a big heart. Active, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had such a big heart. He welcomed me into his family. You know, I went to his mom and dad's house every, every day with him and, uh, they make this crazy Mexican soup. Like, and, and they just, it, it's just, I, I cherish that time that I spent there in Chicago. I can tell. I, I, I can. I can sense that. Yeah. In the way you're. T- yeah. The way you're speaking. Yeah. It, it was. He's just such a great community there, and I. I did not know this uh, side of Miguel Torres. I. I don't. Yeah, I mean, man. I. I. I'm a pretty avid fan. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you if you really listen to his interviews, and if you if you kind of look at some of the interviews he's done, he you can tell he cares in mm-hmm. in in how he presents himself and. Um, yeah, man, that guy is—he's a—he's a good dude, and I think he just—you know—went down a couple uh, wrong paths and uh, just never got back into the group groove of things. And he just—he just fought a few months ago in in Hammond, and is kind of like where he started. And you know, I think that he just is like, yeah, this isn't going to pay the bills. I'm just going to focus on my gym, and and his, his gym's doing great out there. Yeah. Well, he's got a name. He's got a recognizable yeah, name. Yeah, he has a lot of positives there. Yeah, still, uh, you know, accentuate. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's important. You know, we talked a little bit about this last episode when we had you on the show. And yeah, the the exit strategy for the industry is so important because yeah. it's. I mean, we talked about a little of a little bit about how you know if you leave the industry at the age of. 32 33 34 people don't realize like you're competing against other 34 year olds that have like 12 10 years (laughs) of experience or something like you're trying you're you're trying to catch up it's not a level and not even that it's just like rrsps yeah everything not you like their pensions like you're behind like because you you know yeah i mean miguel's lucky though because i mean he I don't know if he saved any money from when he was, was making good money or that, but right, yeah, yeah. he does have a, a big school and a, and a group of people that'll that are so loyal they'll never leave him. Yeah, like and he's he'll that'll just keep growing. And he's got know? the Gracie connection and stuff, right? So yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean he's he's going to thrive in his post fight yeah. career for sure. And I think so too. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, I wish him all the best. I, yeah, I, I know that. Uh, I know you guys are close, so I, I hope you. Yeah, does well. I, you know, I, I'm going to try to get him out here for a seminar. Uh, to put on a seminar out here, just, oh, that'd be nice. Just for selfish reasons, so I can hang out with him because I haven't seen I haven't seen the guy probably like seven or eight years. We'll send this to him, and this will be the first. Thing yeah, yeah. That tire, and he'll he'll be like, oh, okay. We'll yeah, see, see I'll, t- I'll tell him. That. Yeah, Miguel, you're coming out, bud. Nice. Yeah. Um. I uh. I I was. Think you know because we were talking about a bit about exit strategy, yeah, and uh, you know, like I don't want to because we we have a we have a few more fights in your Sherdock history. We can go, through. yeah, yeah. We don't need um, to go through those. I mean, <laughs> for how it is, you know, yeah. you, you did fight some uh, some notable names though. Like, yeah, like, you know, you, you fought uh, you know Ovin Sepru, yeah, um, Francis Carmel. That was a crazy one, man. Ovin's. I was like, who's this guy? Yeah, you know? and. Uh, I'm like, yeah, so it was another, that was another one where it's like, I was scheduled to fight, uh, I can't remember who I scheduled to notice? fight, and then they're like, ah, oh, well, this guy, uh, this guy had to pull out, mm-hmm. and they're like, but will you fight this guy? He's 205, though. 
That was okay. Now and that's I was like, crazy to me. Yeah. It, okay. Like, let's do it. And then I showed up. I'm like, you are a large man. Yeah. He fought Jones <laughs> a year ago. He think about that. He fought John Jones in 2016. Yeah. Like, well, you, you know. I, I was over anxious in that fight. I ran in. He hit me like a truck. Went to sleep. It was like I mean eight seconds, and it, I woke up in his corner. I was like, oh, I was just I was too amped for that fight, and uh, and I was like, ah, you know. And, and then he went in and he went to the UFC and he just is like, bing, 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 just knocking guys out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good fighter. He's a he's a he's legit man. And I that, and he was a such a nice guy too. Oh yeah! Oh did, man, such a nice guy. Did yeah. he talk to you after the fight? Talked to him after talked to me after the fight, and he had so much respect, you know. And he was just like, "Thank you so much for taking this fight." And mm-hmm. His whole team was just a bunch of like real nice guys, and yeah. you know, I was like, "Okay, I lost to a nice guy," you know. That's why you hear things like because I think Jones broke his arm with a kick. Yeah, yeah, fight. I think so. And you hear Jones say like, "I'm I'm glad." Or something like that, and you're just like, "Damn, dude! Yeah, like, really?" Yeah, yeah. That's what I Jones. love Jones for. He's like, you like he's that? Like, I don't know. Well, like, like he's like know. the heel, but he like presents himself as the. Uh, you just heard our as good like, friend as like a nice guy. Like, you just like, heard our good friend Jason Doomsday <laughs> tell us that he's a nice guy, and here you are just burying him again. No, go. I mean I'm talking about Jones. Jones. Oh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean like not, Jones, man. It's too bad, man. Jones. That guy, he could have had the world in his hand. Yeah, all of his hand. But do you think that guy needs a DC, powerful manager? Do you, yeah. like, and like, you want to drive that car? Nope, you don't get to drive anymore anywhere. Dude, he yeah. just needs an Uber account. Yeah. I don't know why the <laughs> he fuck. Needs, like, you know? Yeah, like, uh, he just you, needs to swear enough. Do you think DC has the tools to defeat him? Because he was, it was pretty one sided their first fight. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I have no idea. No I, prediction there. Cormier just keeps surprising me. He's surprised the fucking me with that rumble fight. Yeah, holy shit! I don't shit. think I don't think Anthony was there though. Yeah, I think he looked like he was already considering. What do you have, like an NFL job on the horizon? There, something? he's got something going on. He's supposed to go uh, be like one of their strength and conditioning guys or something. Oh, is that what that's it is? What, mm. Allegedly, that's what I allegedly. allegedly, yeah, allegedly, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just it's it's funny. That's another guy, Anthony Johnson, man. Mm. Just he he was fighting here in Vancouver. Like two, three years ago, two and a half years ago. Was that what he's at one seventy? No, I think he was fighting at two oh five then. He was back to two oh five. He was back to two oh five then. Yeah. He knocked the guy out, went to the UFC, bang, bang, bang. Like I swear it was like six or seven months later he was fighting for the title. He's like, Where'd you come from? Yeah, he you know it's funny, him and Phil Davis right around the same time. I remember coming up and being like, yeah. Oh, this is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. And then he just trucked me, you know, like crazy. Yeah. Um so Bringing bringing everything to a point here. So after the Francis Carmont fight, mm-hmm. you're you, you must be thinking about retooling. Yeah, I was talking. You know, I was talking to Dean, who was still managing me at the time. I was like, you know, what should I do? And we're kind of talking about going down to that mm-hmm. training camp in Florida. I was considering maybe going back to Lethbridge, back to where it all started. And, and we should let people know it's probably about 2011 in our story at this point. So 2011, the Belcher fight was in 2009, early nine or 2008, late, 2008 actually, 2008, late 2008. Yeah, that's almost right. ten years. So, so um, it's been a couple of years. You been know, a couple of years, yeah. I, and uh, you know, a couple tough years for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I came out here to train at Revolution, and then they kind of went public. They, they had a private gym for fighters, and then uh, I was getting some good training. And then it went public, and it kind of things changed. So I moved back to Calgary to train with. 
um, some coaches there with Brian Bird and right. Nick, Nick Ring. Yes. Uh, Nick, the great, Promise Ring. Great, Nick the Promise Ring. He's a great Ring. fighter name yeah. or a great like, martial arts name yeah. to have. Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, Solid. I think we were arguing politics on Facebook like a year ago or so. He loves it. Nick Ring <laughs> yeah, loves, he loves, loves he'll, he'll argue to <laughs> death. He jumps right in. I'm, oh, I'm like, no. is this my favorite is I was like, this is Nick Ring. I'm just like chatting. I'm like, the yeah. conservatives are, you know. Oh, just man. Like, he's, he, that guy reads so many books and he's so intelligent. Uh, he's a good guy, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. And he'll argue. To, like, I'm like, I can't. Like I said last time, I, I, I shut down my Facebook. I, I can't stand yeah, it, man. Was, uh... And I opened it up again after the podcast. Cause I was like, okay. I deleted. <laughs> I deleted. I, I deleted. Just don't use Facebook. Just use the messenger. That's, that's what I got to do. Because yeah. I, I opened it up again and all of a sudden I get on there and I just was like, what? Everybody's so angry. Ignore. All, the, I don't ever click. If, if I ever have to hit home. Something's fucked up. Yeah, I only use. That's why he didn't know what episode it was. But I'm like, how I do don't you look not at it. Know? I don't care to tagged, look at it. He's like, yeah, yeah. Everything. I'm like, how do you not know? And he's like, uh. yeah. I seriously just don't care to look at Facebook, <laughs> yeah. like social media, like just running feeds of things. Uh, it's, it's just, just a cesspool <laughs> of silliness. Yeah, just everybody. But you're back in now. I'm back in. I, I well, right now I am probably going to go set it off tomorrow. Like right after the podcast, it's I good just, for messaging though. It's, it's it, yeah, and you don't need Facebook for Messenger. You can shut down Messenger. Oh, that's fair. And still have Messenger. Yeah, okay, and then nice. They just uh, want your data, son. They just want your data. They just want it. They just want uh, it. Take. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so we're what sorry. are we talking about here? Okay, so let, so let me set <laughs> the great stage question. Here. So um. So after the Francis Carmont fight, you're you thinking about retooling. You're yeah, talking about uh, different camps you're looking at. Different camps and um, so in 2011, you're yeah. you're in the midst of like a it feels like transitionary. Like, yeah, you know, I was still training here. Uh, I was running a program at Tactics, and I had some good fighters there. I had Ash Mashregi and right. uh, Bruno Captaville, and uh, but it was I was training myself. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like. Uh, the whole reason I really came out was to train uh, with like other you know high level fighters, and then uh, it kind of I just dawned on me. I'm like, I gotta I gotta go back home and train with my boys, or I gotta go. You know, Dean was talking about you know maybe doing out of Florida uh, and training down there. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then one day I was riding my bike and this lady. So yeah, this is it. Yeah, so yeah. this is it. So so you're you're on your bike. It's just like a regular like bicycle, right? Like just like a little uh, like two street wheels. cruiser. Yeah, two wheels, two, two pedals, two pedals. Yeah. Street cruiser. Yeah. And are you like in a uh, like a, on a street parking lot? I was on the on Tenth uh, Ave, the bike bike lane. You know, mm. Vancouver has a Tenth Ave bike lane. Yes, uh, bike road. I yeah. guess it is. Uh, and I was just going over to play tennis with my cousin, and uh, I had sandals on. I wasn't wearing a helmet, which is not smart. Um, but I was just coming through, and uh, it was right over at Oak and Tenth, which is VGH. VGH is right there. Yeah, right by the Vancouver General Hospital. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I was coming through the bike. There's like they kind of have like the little divergent islands, and you come through. Yeah, like so I was coming medians. through. Yeah. yeah, on the on the bike thing, and as I kind of got in the inter- intersection, uh, the light turned yellow, and there was a lady in the intersection waiting to turn. Uh, and she was just sitting there, and then as soon as the light turned yellow, boom, pinned it. And, oh, wow. And turned and hits, uh, kind of ran, hit me with the um, front side of the car. Oh. I did like a flip. I remember, like, it is so weird. Everybody says time slows down, but time 
it does. Like, it, it's such a weird thing. Time, I just, I remember the car coming in, and I was, like, squeezing the brakes, trying to, and it just kind of sits sideways, and I hit. I remember going through the air, and I did a flip, and I had a backpack full of, like, my shoes and my yeah. tennis gear. I went, wow. And then, wow. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was a pregnant lady. And she came up and she was standing over me and she's like, oh, the baby's kicking. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm like, I'm, no. So that was her first whole life. That was her first so words, she, she man. comes out and she, she wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. No, she was like, it was so weird. She's just kind of like totally, oh. And she was coming from like a prenatal massage. So I don't know if she had baby brain, you know, or what. She was just kind of like. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I look and my, and, my, and my bike's on the other side of the street and my sandals are on the other side of the street. So my sandals came off somehow. And, Lose your shoes. And my yeah. bike was over there, but the seat of the bike was between my butt cheeks. I must have just clenched so hard. So and it, not like it didn't take the whole pole out. It ripped it off the springs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so man. This was quite an impact then. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, she, she uh, you this know. This guy trains. You can tell. He's got a gluten... Glutus maximus. Yeah, and that's what they, the guys, decimus. the doctors said, you know, it's such, it's a good thing you're such a big guy and athletic because that saved you. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and they couldn't believe anything. Like, I went in and got x-rays, and then they're like, nothing's broken. And like, can you stand? And I crazy. stood, and, they, and they're like, yeah, I may get a hearse to stand. but And they're like, yeah, if it was broken, you wouldn't be able to. And they like, and they still gave me uh, a cane and bunch of so at this point though like you're still under contract with the UFC uh no I was I was not under contract so the last fight them. was like the last fight of that that set or was that, is that no because Carmon wasn't UFC right Carmon was oh sorry, sorry. yeah 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 uh, Rogue was my last fight in the right, UFC right 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 yeah sorry I'm walking backwards and yeah it's alright man I'm going through you uh through this with you yeah yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a hell of an impact so yeah it's you know and um yeah it's such just a bizarre I made my way over and I sat on a uh, a bench and somebody went and got my bike for me and it was so weird because there was an ambulance at the intersection watching it happen and oh. so they pulled over and they're like we're gonna give you a ride to the hospital and I was like okay it's like the easiest call they ever made yeah yeah it was literally <laughs> half a block like yeah. and they're like I'm like ah just if you guys help me we could probably walk down there yeah and they're like no we're putting no. you in the we, ambulance we uh, have this vehicle yeah and, and, uh, for yeah. Uh, I used to work. Uh, for like payroll for the paramedics in the province here. Oh yeah. And so like they got a full pay for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. Yeah, you, you you were like perfect spot for them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, there's like, you know, you can you uh you're gonna get in faster if you come with us and yeah, no, so, that uh, sense the reason, yeah. Yeah, I mean um Do they even have to put the lights on? I don't think so. It, <laughs> it was literally like this. It literally, <laughs> literally put me in. It was like, boom, and turned yeah. into a parking lot. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of them just reversing. reversing. They're, like, yeah. <laughs> They're just coming yeah. out. They're like, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm surprised that the uh, the woman was just not as apologetic. Is it because she didn't want to lay, take blame right away or something? Do you think, I don't like, know, like, man. It's really, it's really weird. She, you know... It, um, I assume the accident was fully her fault. Like, well, does... yeah, the court ruled that ninety percent her fault when I when we all like when I went to oh, the okay. court, and they gave me ten percent fault because it's I like should have known that no maybe helmet? it was a, a, a stale red light. Uh, but I'm like, but what? It was yellow. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, we'll get into I, we'll get into ICBC. Sure. Like, what a criminal organization that is. That's a, um, yeah. you don't even have to say allegedly to that. That's uh, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say allegedly. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, um, she, I think she, I, I found out in court, she had her license for like two months. Uh, oh, you know, no. it was a Range Rover with an L on the back. Um, so it was like the worst case scenario for this person. They like, they, yeah, they hit someone know. on their L. An L. Because like you got to have a, a learner. You have a passenger with you, like 24 or 21, is it? Or maybe no? it was an N. I don't, I, 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 yeah, can't, I, can't, anyway, I can't make a statement like, today, but yeah, 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 it was, she had her license for two months, uh, her Canadian license anyway. She, uh, I think she had a, another oh, license okay. back home. She was uh, from China. Sure. So, uh, I mean, so what's going through your mind then at this? Like they, after they hand you the cane and they're like, "Hey, you're lucky I you didn't, didn't break anything." Like, I was lucky. You're thinking yeah. like residual damage. Like no, man. At the time, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go back and train in a couple of weeks. You know, right. it's like oh, nothing's broken. You didn't go play tennis that day. No, I, I didn't do anything for I don't know how long. And it's just, am I? You know, I. It was weird because I it was in more pain than I realized. Right. You know, I started doing things and I and I tried to get back in. I was doing some rehab. And the rehab I was going to is just like stick me in a room, and then the guy would come through, and he's like, "Okay, do this exercise fifteen times. I'll be back." He goes down, and you know, it's just kind of like cookie cutter, get you and get mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, man, like I've had some of the best trainers in the world uh, before, and what you guys, this, like, what are you, what are you doing to me? Yeah. And so yeah, I did what they that must said. Must be frustrating because you know the potential that you could get. And then, yeah. yeah. And I didn't have a lot of money at the time to go like to somebody, you know. That, that of my choosing it was just like this is who we're gonna go to yeah and mm-hmm. um yeah man so it's it just like never I went into a kind of dark place like I, I couldn't train I, I'd go to the gym and I'd try to jump and I, I'd try to run and I'd try to kick and everything I did hurt and it was just kind of I was like I got so frustrated and uh I didn't. I didn't know. I, I just. I, I went dark. I was just. I was like, "This. It's over." How far along from the accident was this? Like, how many? So the accident like? happened. I, think, I, I believe in July, and then after like two or three months, I think it was like October. I was kind of. I was like looking, looking what else I could do because I was like, mm-hmm. I, and it sucks because I, I don't. If I can't fight, I don't really like training guys. You know, if I'm going to put a ton of time in, I want to fight. I think that's yeah. that's what I love doing. And to, you know, because everybody's like, ah, oh, you can coach and train. And I'm like, that's not my passion. Mm-hmm. My passion is to fight and and, uh, and and to compete. And well, it's very honest. Some people would just do yeah. it and then, you know, yeah. maybe don't do the best they could do. Yeah, you know, uh, it was just, it was too hard for me. And um, and so I taught, started talking to, I had my best friend was, uh, one of my best friends is Christy Hall who had a, worked for this company in Calgary who had a bunch of restaurants and that. And she's like, well, if you want, I can try to get you a job back here managing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And so I took it and, you know, it, it, it just really frustrated. I don't think I, I, sh- I stopped watching UFC. I just cut it right out. I'm like, ah. I, I could I, see that. I, I could see why you wouldn't want to be involved in that world yeah, for a bit. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was like a year and a half before I even watched the UFC again. And uh, I didn't train you know, I didn't get, I didn't go, I just was like, it was too frustrating to try and, you know, uh, you know, and I, you hear stories of guys who persevered through it and, 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 you know, I, I all my hats off to those guys because it's hard. It's like, it, it just, it felt like who I was was gone, you know, because that's what identity. I thought I was. Yeah. Like we were talking like that identity, it's stripped yeah. from you, right? Yeah. You, you have so much of your character wrapped up 
in this identity of yeah. fighting. Yeah. Um, so when someone like essentially steals that from you, you know, how do you, what do you, what do you do? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then you're still faced and, with like the realities of life and like trying to make things work. And, yeah. Like, you know, I was like, I yeah. totally, I, I totally appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I went and moved back to, moved back to Calgary and, uh, started running a, a restaurant slash bar and, uh, how long did you do that? For nine months. Okay. So, because in your heart of hearts, you're like, this is this is good. This isn't where I, I wanted to be. It's not. It wasn't me. where I was. You yeah. know, I was doing a good job, and I met a lot of good people, and I met my wife. I moved back. In, I started working in this place in January. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, man. And you weren't allowed to date staff, and I she was working there, and I, I didn't think anything of it. And then, like in May, we kind of started dating. Like she's like, this is how it happened. She's like, you want? She like, I like dogs, and she I didn't know, but she really thought I was good looking and nice guy. And hey. She had a crush on me. Hey, it's Jason Daly's job. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But none of them, never, none of them knew about my fighting past or anything. She had no idea. And, uh, doesn't own a computer. Not a, yeah. Not a, doesn't own a Google. Yeah. Didn't Google. And, uh, <laughs> she knows I, I was just saying, I love dogs. And she's like, Oh, I have a dog. We oh. want to go for a walk. And then, so I showed up at the park and she thought I had a dog. And so we walked and then that was kind of like the beginning of it. And then, so we started dating in May. Hold cr- on. Wait, 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 wait. So, do I understand this right? It's like a potluck she, party. But yeah. You you said you like dogs. She likes dogs. You go to a dog park, but there's no dog. She had a dog. Oh, she, she had, had a dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you mean yeah, just like a yeah. normal walk? But I was like, gosh, she's being real nice because like, I, I don't get to hang out with my dog. Yeah. I was like, you breezed <laughs> over that so quick. I was like, wait a minute. I just yeah. pictured the two of you standing at dog. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, we so just you love like, dogs. I like things. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, man. True love. She tricked yeah. Not That's uh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, we so we started dating in May and... it such a whirlwind, man. I proposed in July. We got married in September. Wow. So oh, like wow. two months yeah. in. Oh, yeah, man. It was such a whirlwind. Everybody's like, you guys it. are crazy. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, right? You knew. I, yeah, you knew, man. It's That was five years ago. Yeah. And we've, like, we moved to Vancouver. We moved right back to Vancouver because I, I, was, I wasn't happy there. I'm like, if, I, if I'm going to be unhappy, I'm going <laughs> to... I shouldn't say that with my wife. Jesus. I was happy with her, but I just I wasn't happy in that no, in no, that no. career, right? In the context, of, yeah, I didn't want to be running yeah. restaurants and that because yeah. I've seen too many guys go down that path because you get drinking and, and Dude, you got to entertain everybody, and you're uh, always the guy. You always have to have a story. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. No, I know. So I came back out here. I was supposed to go to Honduras and build uh, a resort, which ended, wow, yeah, and it, that went away. We won't get into that. Okay. Uh, and then so <laughs> I actually ended back back at the gym where I was um, training before, and I teach a little, taught a little bit there. And then so I got, at this point, you're, you're like, okay, I, I can watch MMA again. I feel comfortable. Uh, not even then, man. You're just more like, okay, I can. Train. I was. Like, I was how's just, your pain management at this point? Everything still hurt. Like it, even today, like everything still hurts. It's it's weird. Like it's just, and I've, you know, I, uh, I think the the hardest day. It was really weird, but the hardest day through that whole thing was I was waiting for months to see this ankle specialist. Mm-hmm. Months and oh yeah, in Canada it's like yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't a year. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I was that. like so excited. I was like, oh man, I can't wait to get into her, and she can clean up things. Yeah, and then she's totally. like, she looked at my ankles, like the X-rays and the MRIs, and she's like, uh, nothing I can do. She, you what? Know, she's like, if I if I operate, there's a slight chance that it might make it a little better. 
But if I don't, if I do, there's also a chance I can make it worse. So it's more of a risk of damaging it than any potential increase. Yeah. You get. Yeah. Wow. So when you heard that news, what did that feel like? Uh, like I said, man, that was, it was so weird. Cause it was just up until that point, I think there was some sort of like, uh, deep in where I thought that I was going to be able to return mm-hmm. to fighting. And when she said that, it was like, it was, it was heartbreaking, man. It was just like, I would <clears throat> that was, that was like the nail in the coffin. That was just, I was like, ah, oh, man, like, uh, I, yeah, it was really, that was, that was, that was the hardest thing I threw ever. The whole thing was just hearing her say that, that cause I, I put so much weight on it. It was my own fault. I just, I put so much weight on thinking that was going to solve everything. And, uh, you know, I, it wasn't going to solve everything because I still have issues with my knees too and everything. But, uh, the reality, yeah. it's like the reality really set there, in yeah. so fast. Yeah. It was just, oh, no, I, I hear, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. So I think at that point it was like, I, I kind of started training guys and, uh, I taught some kickboxing and, uh, cause I needed to make money. Me and my wife were here. Sure. We had no money. Most expensive she, city in the world. Most expensive city in the world. She <laughs> yeah. didn't have a job. Or, uh, she started working at a restaurant, actually, um, in Yale Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, she got hood. a job. Oh, yeah. Easy there. Name drop. Just <laughs> let everyone know. I work in Yale Town. Oh, did you? Where do you work at? I work at, at a company called Relic Entertainment. It's like in Yale Town. Oh, Sega. Okay. Sega. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Is there a name drop? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just know the rest. I just know the restaurants there. I know oh, the restaurants man. in Yelton. I'm just breaking this ball. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just I, I had to do something, right? So that kind of forced <laughs> me back into the uh, into it a little bit. Yeah. You know, and then um, I just you know, one day I just I said fuck it, and I did, I started training harder, and I just kind of worked through the pain, you know. And, and now it's manageable. It's like. I, I get massages all the time, and I, you know, I, I kind of you kind of figure it out over the years because yeah. you can't sit there, and that's what I was doing. I was sitting there feeling sorry for myself. I was just like, like I said, some guys learn how to do it quick and just mm-hmm. say, I, you know, "I'm going to do this," and then, uh, so I eventually was able to train fairly hard, not to where I was before. Like I, I, I still can't really kick with. It's like a pain. new pocket, right? It's a new pocket. You kind of find out what you yeah. can and can't do, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then I just it worked in. I, I, I just worked hard and I got my way into stunts. So, so how did that happen? Like, because at one point here you are, um, just gradually getting back into training and then someone, now someone's like, you know, like, well, like, cause that world people, when someone yeah. hears the word stunt and they have no yeah. entertainment background, they, they think you're like driving a car off. Uh, yeah. Know, well, a, I had, like I said, like or something, you know, my like, buddy, Dan Rizzuto, who I did some MMA with, right, yeah. he was like, well, we try, talked a little try bit this about out. Dan and, uh, the, Previous yeah. uh, episode, yes, okay. Yeah, he got me in uh, my first gig, and it was a fight with uh, uh, the Miz. It was uh, the, the Christmas Bounty, the Miz, uh, the wrestler. Yeah, and I, so I did a little fight with him in the show. And uh, what's his real name? It's something like uh, Mike Mizana. Mike uh, Mizana. Yeah, yeah. Miz, I believe <laughs> the first name. The. Yeah, he's actually an awesome guy. I've done th- four movies with him now. I've heard he's a I heard he's a nice dude. Yeah, he's, he cracks me up, man, and yeah, he's nice to everybody. Um, you know. I, it's a funny. Was he not just on WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he fought yeah. John Cena. Yeah, wrestled, wrestled he's so John funny because you know he has a, such a cocky persona and <laughs> he stuff, does it so yeah. well, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a really good guy. Like, yeah. you've you said you've done four films with him. So far? I th- I had Marine, uh, Marine Three, Marine Five, Christmas Bounty, 
So I think just maybe three. Yeah. So when yeah. you're doing so your first stunt gig though, what was what was that? Which one was that? Christmas Bounty. Christmas Bounty. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you remember the first scene you did stunts in then? Yeah, man. It was this huge fight uh, at a, <laughs> at a wedding. It was uh, a car crashed through this wedding, and then, and then I was one of the goons at the wedding. Like, uh, right. It was like I think it was an Italian wedding. Um, <laughs> Classic. And uh, and so then yeah, we he busts in shooting things up, and we fight him and. Uh, my kind of gag was I get in the fight and I, he punches me and then he takes a table and he throws it and hits me in the back and I flatten out and oh just, okay yeah yeah it, it was it was awesome <laughs> man and I didn't really I didn't really pursue it after that though it was it was like I think six or nine months later before I was like I could kind of believe that I could do mm-hmm. it that first spot though when they tell you they're like okay the table's gonna come over and because like I mean I I, I guess I'm thinking like on some level. Because you've been fighting for real for so yeah, long. Yeah. Was it tough to have to learn to pull punches and stuff like that? Uh, you know? y- yes and no. Because my punches looked realistic and they're just like, right. just make them a little bigger. And then yeah. you just have to learn ca- camera angles. And I, like, I, I I tend to think I learn fairly quickly. Like, And so it's just like, you know, just think about the angles. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then, so, you know, if the camera's there, i got to hit you on this side and... Uh, yeah, it was just it was pretty yeah, natural so, for me. Yeah, plus like mechanically, you're doing everything correct, which is already selling it more than like <laughs> that's anyone that's else. What I mean. Right? It's, I mean, like man, like have you seen this guy's his uh, his technique is flawless. <laughs> you know, like, but the, thing, like, the funny thing is, it, good technique doesn't really sell on camera mm, because you know if you're doing like nice enough. straight punches being tight, they can't really see what you're doing. It's kind of like under you want these yeah. big haymakers coming through, mm. and you know you need, style. You, you need to see yeah, yeah you, need to, you need to see them coming right. Yeah, fair enough. Just to, to make it look That's great. I like big. the idea that you uh, you film fight the way Fedor uh, really Real fights. fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. I like that. Uh, well, that's yeah. cool. So, so, yeah. uh, so it wasn't until you said like six or nine months later that you're like, okay, you know what? I think I could do this more regularly yeah. than just the one off. Yeah. So, what came down the pipeline next for you? Um, what was this? Like, I, I worked on there was a the almost human was yeah. here, and I got on that, and then. Um, well, I should ask this. This is uh, interesting to me because I I have a few friends that do stunts, mm-hmm. but um, I, I it's obviously not like a cattle call style audition, is it? Like for stunts, no man. Like it's they, all... You're like uh, they seek you out. They like you're yeah. Because like... each film out there has a stunt coordinator, right? And then so like so how it happens guys, is right? like, yeah, he, yeah yeah every coordinator has his guys and then you know but you still got a certain like there's certain roles you got to fill mm-hmm. and got to look for certain types and yeah. uh so you I mean what you have to do is uh you have to gain the trust of that coordinator mm-hmm. do you mean because he wants to look good you want to look good and yeah. if you come in and like you throw him punches that don't land or yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna take the bump hard uh he doesn't look good so he, you have to earn the trust and that's how you build your career is just if a stunt coordinator trusts you mm-hmm. and likes you because you want to work with people you like, uh, you get more calls and then you get, you know, and then everybody talks. It's a small, tight community. It's an Super awesome community. I had so many, I've met so many good people in this community and it's just that, and that's how you build your career. I just didn't want like you to tell me that like, like, yeah, you know, I had to go up and this director's like, Show me a Kimura, and you're like, all right. And then yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, but for auditions, though, I mean, yeah. auditions, you go in front of the directors, and uh, you know, you don't have to really show them. You have to show me you can act. Yeah, well, they want and, to see you like a little bit. Yeah, they yeah. want to know that you're not just gonna be like, uh, 
<laughs> you're like, you're not a real now. goon, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, and, and that's how, uh, you know, I got into it and it's been really good to me. Uh, you've been doing well, man. You, you yeah. have some really, really good uh, projects you're a part of. I, yeah. I, I think, uh, like I was saying in the first episode, the whole reason we didn't do this a few months ago yeah. was because you, you were booking, you know, it's just like, Hey, I got a booking. I, yeah, I got to yeah. take it. I'm like, gotta I'm do like it. dude, I totally appreciate that. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I've been very, very fortunate. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have a good summer looking for, uh, uh, in terms of scheduling? Yeah. Yeah? There, are... might be a, so there might be a couple things coming down the pipe from this summer. It's okay. Yeah. To, you can throw a few allegedly's in there if you I want. Can't, yeah. I, can't even, I can't even do that. I'll never work in the town again. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think one of my favorite parts about these past two interviews with you is that I've, I've got to see some of the, like, the real unfiltered passion you have for not just for fighting but for self-development and just understanding uh, things because like you know you you hear all the time about the different types of personalities out there and like like there's yeah. the really flashy guys and then there's you know like the defensive minded people and yeah yeah like you know you have these like social inverts and then extroverts all, all these <laughs> different styles of the guys and like uh i got a really good vibe from you in terms uh, of like, of like, I feel like I, I know you a lot better in these last two episodes. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You, you have a, you have this like tremendous heart for this, and I mean, not just, not just for fighting, but like for life. Like you, you have a, a pretty tremendous try, heart. Yeah, yeah and thank I, you. I can feel that from you, and I, I think that's a beautiful thing, dude. Yeah, it really is. You know what's funny is, uh, <laughs> we uh, we didn't talk about the trial, which I'll talk for hours. But I know, that, we, I, I know, yeah. but it. One of the things is uh, kind of when the ICBC lawyer was kind of cross-examining me or, or whatever, uh, one of the last questions she asked me, she said, are you happy now? Oh, really? And I said, yeah, I am happy now. And then so my lawyer, after that, he's like, ah, what are you doing? Like, you just told the jury you're happy. Yeah. and. I go well, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I can't. I'm not it's gonna. On the record. Yeah, I'm not. But my thing is, I'm not gonna walk around life being miserable. My and, and I appreciate you saying that because you, we're only here once. You're mm-hmm. only on this planet once. I mean, you may have different religious beliefs and and, um, but as far as I know, I'm only gonna go around this sun a few times. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I only got one life, and to be upset or unhappy or angry throughout your life, why do you live like that? You know what I mean? They make the best out of whatever situation you're in. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, my, she, you know, I, I, I lost my career. I, I lost that path in life. But just because that path is gone doesn't mean I can't be happy doing another path. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I just, and I, I think it, you know, I just, I was just honest. Yeah, that's it I'm, you know yeah of course i'm happy yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know i got a beautiful wife yeah. i have a i have a great dog i live in a wonderful city mm-hmm. i've i've but i'm you know, but i'm i'm happy because of the choices i've made and because of the path i took and the changes i've made you know do you know what i mean i do i because when you're faced with adversity the choices are there it's yeah. you can go you can go with it yeah. or you can say you know i'm going to actually approach this this way i'm going to be positive about it i'm going to i'm going to yeah. uh, focus on this and like i said when i went back to calgary i was in a little bit of a dark place i wasn't happy yeah i went down that road Maybe once and that's not a, then. yeah 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 you know yeah. and then, and it's like you, you get a kick in the butt at some point being like what are you, what are you doing mm-hmm. 
And um, so, yeah, you know, I did, I, uh, I try to live that way. I try just to be happy and just make the best out of everything because you're not going to get what you want every single time in life. Yeah, dude. No, I, I, I totally, I, I'm so happy to hear you, you say that because, like, I, I know... I know, like, you're speaking not just from experience, but, like, you really believe that. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. I don't want to... You're a good example of that, too. Like, people uh, that... Thank you. you. Like, you have a dream career. Yeah. And you've carved out, like, another dream career out of that. Like, that's that's pretty You got to go for it, right? Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you definitely wouldn't have done that if you were not able to, like, you know, like you said, kick yourself in the ass, essentially, and just, yeah. like, realize what's going on. Yeah. hundred percent. It's very admirable. I Thank think you. you're. I think I think my respect level for you couldn't be higher right now. I've <laughs> tricked you. Yeah. Uh, uh, now sign here and give me all your money. That's right. Yeah. This is the new cult we're putting together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah drink, the, drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. It's a multi-level marketing campaign. Yeah. Uh, I will say this though. Um, you mentioned last time that you ha- were thinking about just like deleting your Facebook and stuff like that. But you it went it back. This time. Yeah. But then like this time as well, you've mentioned. Oh, you like you brought it back on. Yeah. Um, after the podcast are you gonna keep it around for a bit should we plug it can we tell people oh, how they can follow you if they yeah, want to do so yeah i mean um <laughs> can't really follow me on facebook <laughs> no, because uh, you know part of the thing i did I, I took everybody that i didn't know or have some association with right because when i was fighting i added everybody yeah and, and then to it took, sure, i yeah. honestly went through like every day and i deleted like 30, 40 people every day. And I just like, until I had it down to, you know, a, a somewhat a workable. Yeah. Number, yeah. So, and then I, and, and then I put everything private because I, I don't Facebook is, I want to be able to communicate with my friends and, and yeah. that's what I want to use it for. Yeah. Um, which is still killing me. So I'm going to get rid of it. <laughs> um, but you I know, like that even your best version, the curated private version, you're still like, ah, that's a bit much. I, I'm, it is. <laughs> I, I, I just, that. yeah. So, yeah. um, but I mean for, yeah, <laughs> you know, I may go back to Instagram. I, I like, yeah, I like you know, like you're Jason sh- William Day on Instagram. Jason right? William Day, yeah. I, allegedly, I think, allegedly, I think, uh, <laughs> allegedly. I think at some point um, I might go back to Instagram because it's just fun to share pictures of yeah. what you're doing. And um, the user base is good. I know they're still owned by Facebook, but uh, they're still owned by Facebook. Different but, user base. Yeah, they're still listening. Yeah. But it's a different way to consume <laughs> content. I like. Yeah, it. people like it. Yeah, I mean, on there. And it, you know, you're not bombarded with people's opinions like on twitter yeah i can't handle twitter so you know you can follow me on there but good luck if i'm sounds ever good. gonna say anything uh if people are so inclined they can also follow the podcast uh by going yeah. to intergalacticinterviews.com or you can search us on itunes intergalactic interviews we're the only one look us up uh we're also on youtube and stitcher and everywhere like sound soundcloud. soundcloud soundcloud all most of our users have migrated from soundcloud at this point but uh i would say we're definitely still there that's where yeah. the rss feed comes from so you guys can enjoy that yeah uh, but yeah go ahead and subscribe to us uh leave us a review if you're so inclined we appreciate all the feedback uh last time jason day was on the show we had some really strong feedback so i'm hoping this uh this week too cool, uh, we get to hear some good stuff um yeah, yeah. you're always welcome to come to the show man i, I love chatting with you yeah, i always feel like I'll come back like good after i talk to <laughs> like, I, I have two samples now. Feel much better about your life. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Like I feel uh, confidence. That's like, good. Bigger man. Yeah. 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 Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, uh, come back after the summer and see what's. I love that. I love. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, you still hold the record right now, though, for fastest turnaround. Though it's like a few weeks. I was yeah. Like, oh man, get you back in here. I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's gonna get busy, so that's kind of why I was like, yeah, let's take advantage of this and makes sense. And yeah. Get it done. Um, Cmart. Uh, just throw to you real quick. What uh, 
what is the best way people can uh, follow you? Uh, just say email you, and then I'll get it. <laughs> Like he can filter once it? a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you filter. Yeah, I'll give you your email. Like, yeah. I'm, but I'll print them all out. Yeah, that'd be nice. And then uh, I'll hand I'll them to you in a highlight sec. them. Yeah, highlight mm. the. Yeah, but like, a, yeah, I want to yeah. be really clear. All right, that makes sense. I I could do that for you. You're you're a good guy. Yeah. You do a lot for me. I, I'll do a lot for you. Yeah, I can do that. He's a lot. All I hear is this click, 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 click. He's a machine. I think he's playing Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> he. Nope. Uh, you know, this is a crazy setup for him, but like before when it was just audio, he would just roll our research all the time. Like everything. We oh, wouldn't yeah. have had to say any, like, oh, yeah, stuff because yeah. he would have already been looking it up. Like, he's got all like, his hands over there and stuff now. Oh, man. With that being said, uh, we'll be back next week with a guest that I won't announce to you because if I do, they may they not show, don't show up. That's right, yeah. So, uh, that running gag aside. What if we have a guest that we really don't want to show up, but they're already booked? I'll let you know. Ahead and of then. Time. I'll and then you know. we, we'd say it. We'll flash the name here. Yeah. And then uh, we'll go from there. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys so much. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.